Hey, what's up, guys? I have the pleasure of recording with Kurt Russell. He's actually my guitar teacher, but uh, he spent 27 years in a career working uh, for Boeing, different companies, um, mostly with aircrafts, but uh, has always wanted to do music for a living. He took a chance, moved to Colorado. Now he's making a living 100% on music. And so I wanted to have him on just to kind of share his story. Um, same thing as kind of the episode I did with my mom. Like, it's never too late to go after your dreams. But uh, I have a little clip of him. I picked it off of his Facebook page just right after this. So you can kind of hear his music. And then in my description, I put links to his albums, Evolve, and then In the Wake. And then he's got some new stuff coming out. And then he helped me make my album, uh, Watch Me Grow. So really appreciate him and coming on. And uh, if you guys like, share, and um, leave me some positive reviews, I would sure appreciate that. Thank you. true vulnerability how to overcome trials you will laugh cry and experience everything in between welcome to the king of corona podcast brought to you by tyler griffith oh, yeah. good all right so i got my buddy kirk here we met well nice like, to see you eight months ago i think so it's like eight months ago something eight like months. that yeah because you've been here for just over a year i've been here a year and a half exactly okay i moved here in october 2020 okay yeah so because i was doing uh well i was getting into acoustic guitar a little bit and then i went to guitar center to buy an electric guitar because mm -hmm. i was getting more into like the john mayer type sounds and wanted to slide and do guitar solos right so i bought that blue the telecaster mm -hmm. and then just walked back and signed up for guitar lessons and that's where i met you that's where we met at the guitar center <clears throat> that's correct yeah. yeah and so you so i brought kirk here because first off he helped me with my album that i just put together very which, good yes it's a great album it came, yeah, it came together really like quick and smooth and it really did it was really fun to do, but you have, how many albums do you have out? And so, um, 
this is my third actual album that I'm doing currently. Okay. Uh, I have two previous ones, uh, Evolve. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <clears throat> then my second one is called In the Wake. Okay. Uh, but I have played on multiple albums for other people like yourself. So. Yeah. So I've been on a, several recordings. So it's on everything's <clears throat> on Spotify. And everything's Apple. on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, yeah, you bet. Um, okay. all, all of the uh, platforms, if you will. Yeah. So, uh, well, so I wanted you just to give like a brief intro to yourself and then just like an intro into the music where you started to fall in love with it. Because sure. really, like what I wanted to talk about, I know you have like what you want to talk about, but my thing with my podcast is I like to. Like just see where people kind of either get stuck in life or if they decide to pursue something and like what comes at the cost of pursuing passions like dreams. Is it worth it? Was it not worth it? Because you've obviously like been going after your dreams. Oh yeah. And so going after your dreams, obviously there's a cost that goes with that. Oh yes. <laughs> so it's a, it's a big risk reward. It's a big risk reward. Yeah. But yeah, just start us from the, from the beginning. Yeah. So Kirk Russell uh, yeah. from, uh, a small town south of Wichita, Kansas. I grew up in a town called Born and Raised and grew up in a town called Wellington, Kansas, home of the Crusaders. The Crusaders. And <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> um, uh, so I've, I've lived in Kansas pretty much my whole life. I, I moved around a couple of little times because of the, uh, the work that I was doing, you know, in previous years. Uh, but <clears throat> what brought me to Colorado, um, just going ahead and fast forwarding, um, was that, you know, that first wave of COVID hit in 2020, yeah. um, it kind of slowed everything down, slowed the whole music business down. Um, and then uh, I was able to uh, get involved in a duet when I was back home uh, during the time and play on a few patios, you know, in the spring and summer of 2020. But there was still something that I was, was needing to um, accomplish in my life. And, um, and I was kind of wanting to do uh, make some changes yeah yeah <clears throat> so i made those changes uh my very good friend uh brandon he's like my brother uh -huh. um brandon hunsaker um kept telling me hey you need to come to colorado you need to come to colorado and he lives out here and works for norad up in uh, cheyenne mountain okay and uh so i finally said okay i think it's probably best for me to go and, and give this but a shot were, but you were there your whole life right? i was there pretty much my whole life yes yeah. so like i said i did a couple little moves but nothing like this yeah <clears throat> this is the longest i've lived anywhere outside of kansas um did some time in texas for a very short time did some time in uh in georgia um, yeah. uh, had a job out in marietta for a short time so. those were job jobs <clears throat> those were you, job you jobs. Were those were news that, that was real work it oh you were <laughs> <laughs> but you were doing like it was aside from the music. It was aside right from the music. Your all your pay is for music right now. Yeah, believe it or not, I spent 27 years in the aircraft industry. 27 and years. 27 okay. years. I worked for um I worked for Boeing Company. I worked for Cessna Aircraft. I worked for Raytheon Aircraft. Uh, when I went to to Texas, I did work for Bell Helicopter, and then from there I went to Georgia and worked for Marietta, Georgia, uh, for the uh, Lockheed Martin outfit. Okay. And I came back and did some more work for Cessna for a short time, and then finished off with a small company that was a subsidiary for for Boeing and so other companies. So. So music was a secondary then for like most of your career. Pretty much my whole so, career. So yes. you just did. So you were always doing. 
So in Kansas, you were part, I know you told me you were like 16, mm -hmm. playing drums and bars. That's correct. Your my, friends were all jealous because you got to be in there. <laughs> my, very first, my very first real gig uh, was when I was 16 at a place called Ridge Runners uh -huh. uh, in Wichita, Kansas. And uh, I can remember mom going, now, you come home, you know, right. we're going to do the whole breathalyzer test, smell the breath, make sure that you know, you hadn't been drinking. Seriously. <laughs> oh, I hope my volume got picked up here. Oh, <laughs> you didn't have your mic on. No. <laughs> Let me check this real quick. Sure. I can just put them together. Sure. All right, sorry, I forgot to clip on my microphone, so I just wanted to check and make sure you guys could hear me. Uh, well, anyway, you remember where we were leaving off? Where I cut you yeah, off? Yeah, so no, that's okay. Uh, um, so I think we ended with... Uh, uh, 27 years, uh, so I did that. The, the last company I worked for was a subsidiary um, company that worked um, uh, for the Boeing company and some other, a few other companies. And then uh, my friend was, you know, telling me, hey, you need to come out here. Yeah. And uh, so uh, in October, um, <clears throat> I made the decision to come out here and uh, try to build a life. And when I did, I, I just came and started from scratch. So... Uh, you so you came here mm -hmm. from that like so you were doing the Boeing stuff mm -hmm. before you moved here correct so this is the first time you've ever pursued music full-time well no not necessarily so there, there was a time in 2009 and 2010 uh when I did take a break from all that yeah uh, I went I went through an unemployment period and okay. I said hey I, I joined a band called Annie Up uh -huh. and uh at that time that was a machine we were doing 100 plus shows a year and uh, I was playing drums with them and uh, um, yeah I, I mean I was able to actually kind of make a living doing yeah. that. It was a little bit of a struggle but I you know I made it work. It fun. And then that's when uh, so the band was starting to make some changes in personnel department um, and that's when uh, the Lockheed Martin outfit had a, uh, a job fair in the Wichita area and I went and pursued it, and then I, I took off, and then I got right back into the aircraft business again. Okay. So, so but your decision to go back to that was just strictly finances, right? Strictly finances, yeah. yeah. So it was a, I had to, I had to go back to work. Did it rip a piece of your soul out when you had to go back a little bit? You know, I mean, I got to be honest with you. When, when I did go to do that job, there was a lot of fun in that uh, because it was kind of my first real experience at being able to – live near a bigger city you know I, I wasn't yeah. far from Atlanta uh it was a cool scene out there um uh but you know then as time went on of course it, then it started to become stagnant like any other job that I'd ever been in of course. Yeah. so yeah okay <clears throat> and, and so much that I decided to come back to Kansas <laughs> so but you like you found out at a pretty young age that music was like your passion what yeah. you wanted to do absolutely when you're how old you know, really, truly, I'd say, you know, early teens, you know, 13, yeah. 14 years old. It was uh, your grandpa, right? He had yeah. drums? So my grandfather was a drummer, yes. And my grandmother played uh, organ and piano and sang. Okay. So I grew up around it, you know, from the time I was a tyke to, you know, the time yeah. that grandmother couldn't play anymore. And my grandfather passed away. I was pretty much engulfed in it. In fact, I did my first show with my grandmother. Oh, yeah. I, I actually got on stage when I was 11 years old uh at the american legion in wellington kansas okay. and got on my grandfather's kit and played 
and uh, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. I got to sit yeah. in with the band, if you will. That's so cool. So, yeah, it was cool. So you were how old? Eleven. Eleven. Eleven years old. But it like, and music always kind of just came natural, right? I think so. I think that I just uh, I was around it so much, and yeah. you know, and there was such a variety of music that was being passed, you know, along throughout the family. I mean, like Grandma was into Elvis and Buddy Holly. My grandfather was into Buddy Rich and. You know, uh, Glenn Miller, big orchestra, band, big band orchestra, um, <clears throat> jazz. Um, my brothers, you know, my, my oldest brother was really big into the prog rock. My middle brother was kind of more into the 80s hair band. And my sister was into like Donny Osmond. And, you know, everything. everything cool in the gang yeah. and, you know, the Gap Band. And so I kind of took elements from all of those, those things. Yeah. And my mom liked country. You know, so it was, okay. so it was like, that was my mom. Yeah. My mom was super, like, it was like Tim, the modern Tim McGraw, yeah. all the Luke Bryan, that type of music. Right. Well, my yeah. mom, so there's some age difference here, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so my mom listened to Johnny Cash. And, oh, okay. You know, Waylon Jennings and yeah. uh, Boxcar Willie. We used to call her Boxcar Betty. Oh, you did? Because she would always be playing Boxcar Willie. Yeah, we just <laughs> would make a little joke about that. So, anyway, so, yeah. so you had everything now. So you were supposed to everything. Freddie Fender, don't forget about him. So, <laughs> but then you kind of like, because you like the rock. I like the rock. I, I was a big progressive rock music lover. Yeah. And uh, I remember going to visit my sister. Um, she lives in Arkansas. And I remember going to visit her when I was young. Uh, not long before I kind of picked up the guitar. So I would have been about about 12 years of age, 12 to 13, yeah. early 13. Um, and going through my brother-in-law's albums because he was a big prog rocker as well. So there was Rush. Genesis um you know all the great prog rock bands uh emerson lake and palmer uh yeah. you know and i remember just spending a couple of weeks with my sister on a summer vacation in bella vista arkansas mm -hmm. and just going through these albums and just listening to them over and over and then i would go from that to like the van halen albums okay and, you know listening to you know so really now, digging into it. i was really digging into that yeah. catalog while when i was on vacation with her and so yeah huh uh, so but your first instrument was drums first instrument was drums yes and then because if you listen so go to his albums he mentioned those but then if you go to my album so i'm doing my vocals and then just like a little bit of the acoustic he's doing the bass track the drums the guitar solos and adding acoustic as well mm -hmm. but it's like ridiculous like yeah. he's like a professional at and then you have what two ukulele Piano? Uh, as far as students yeah, like, are concerned? Yeah. What you could teach. You know what's funny is, is I, got, I, got, I got to tell you about how I uh, started teaching piano because yeah. even though my grandmother played piano and organ, I never really liked the instrument. Yeah. And I played a little bit of it as I got older just to kind of see what it was all about. Um, but when I came to Colorado, knowing that I was going to be a full-time instructor, yeah. I had to have some backing to... to uh, make my career happen okay. and so one of that one of those things was learning how to read music because uh -huh. i didn't know how to read music before I, I mean i did know how to read rhythms and i knew a little bit about music but i didn't know a lot about music yeah so when i got here the first thing i did was buy a piano and i brought it to my you know to my house and uh, i sat down with it and after i would come home from work um i would sit there and i would play for you know literally two hours and 
just look at different ways of how to play music and so kind of relearn rhythms and stuff along with you know how music and stuff works and phone a friend this and is, all that. <laughs> so I don't know if you mind if I ask this. How old were you? This is like this last year. Uh so yeah, so I moved down here when I was 49, celebrated my 50th year, yeah, and I'm 51. So so because so, that's mm -hmm. a huge thing, is I think people just always think like it's too late in life to learn. Yeah, no. Like you're stuck in what you're stuck in. Yeah. And it's a myth. It's a myth. Yeah, because that's a <laughs> that's a pretty hard thing to learn. Like the piano. Yeah. Like reading music, especially because even for me, like I did guitar for like a year, maybe two years, just playing like the super easy chords. Mm -hmm. But then to be taught by you to reteach your brain, because we started to use the pick, right? And move around a little bit more. Imagine the picking. Why I have my fingers curved? Yeah. And so to restructure all that, mm -hmm. so make sure you you're not bending them flat, but you're bringing them. Yeah. Actually bridging your your fingers and yeah. Because you're trying to train yourself to learn something. 30 plus years into doing music absolutely 37 yeah. years yeah but well, being a drummer for sure yeah <laughs> yeah but that's like the the cool part is you kind of i mean you almost had to like you gave up everything moved here and so in order to make it sometimes <laughs> you got to put pressure on yourself you do <laughs> um always always tell people because uh, i have a lot of students that say the yeah. same thing. i can't do this i don't think i'm cut out for this mom dad want me to give this a shot and what I try to tell people is that you never, you never, it's never too late in life to, yeah. to start something yeah. that you love. And having drive, having the energy, uh, just being able to get yourself out there. Uh, connections is everything, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, when I came into this, I had five students. Uh, here in Colorado. Here in Colorado. Yeah. I started with that. Now, I taught part-time uh -huh. um, with the Guitar Center Company back in Wichita, Kansas. And I did that for three years. And um, and it was just enough students that I could get, you know, a little discount and, you know, kind of, you know, build my career uh, just as a musician, you know. Uh, but I never thought that I would be doing it full-time. Yeah. And I really enjoyed teaching when I was back home anyway. Um, but then I came out here and I was like, well, how am I going to do this? Well, yeah. how am I going to make, you know, take the students that I had versus what I really need to have mm -hmm. to make a living. And I just, I went to the store every Saturday, uh, when we would have open houses and things like that. And I would just go out and talk to people yeah. and just, you know, Hey, let's try this, you know, come in, I'll give you a free 15 minute lesson. Yeah. You know, I just did everything that I could to engage with yourself. people just to you know that's what it takes is you engage with people you yeah. just you show them what kind of a person you are you know bring the the, the good personality and all of that and that it it sticks to them like oh i really want to try this yeah and my retention rate has been obviously you've been with me eight months yep. and so um i have a lot of my students uh started with me a year ago six months ago eight months ago well, I don't think I have a couple of new students, but for the most part, uh, everybody's been with me for quite some time now. And I have 44 students yeah, that's as crazy. we speak. So, 44 yeah. students. 44 students. And then you're playing with, there's a duet. That's you right. And TJ. Yep. What's, what are you guys called? Kirk and TJ duo. Kirk and TJ. Yep. And then you have your band, Misfire. Misfire. And then you have your solo stuff. I'm a solo stuff. So Russell. you're playing how many times per week right now? So, you know, it, it it's 
I'm trying to think. <laughs> I believe it's about two to three times a week right now. Yeah. So everything kind of exploded real fast. Really quick. Really quick. Hey, you were going out knocking doors with me like two months ago. <laughs> I was. That's right. You were in panic mode. I was a little bit in panic mode and getting ready to, you yeah. know, have my own place in the springs, you know. But yeah. I was like, what am I going to do now? It's, that's what's so cool, though, is like how, because everything's like just one step away from it becoming something big. Like even this podcast, for example, like I've been doing this for about two years, but I've just been putting content out and I haven't really been trying to grow it. And then you start to make these little connections that can become like a really big step mm -hmm. in the right direction. And so, so when did it take, cause I knew, I knew you before this blew up. Right. And so we were like working on the album we were. and then I guess it was about the time you met TJ. And so, yeah, so I met TJ, what, about two and a half to close to three months ago? Yeah. But that's when we met. And then we kind of started getting serious about, hey, we should try doing a duet and seeing if it works out. Yeah. And then it just came together. Yeah. Um, well, Misfire's been, you've had that band for how long? How long is part of that? It'll be a year next month, a year in June. So you moved here, started Guitar Center, and then how soon after you moved here that you joined with them? Uh, a good six them? months, is that right? Because I started in November, November 21st of 2020, and then I joined the band in uh, uh, June of 2021. So um, it was really cool. I just, I started to kind of look at what sites there were through Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and we're still at a, a pretty big COVID thing going yeah. on here. Um, but that being said, COVID and winter, right? I came to Colorado <laughs> at the best time. <laughs> we had a really bad winter last yeah, year. Yeah, it was horrible. And so um, that being said, <clears throat> Danny Gonzalez uh, found me on a, uh, a band uh, scene um, page with Facebook. Okay. And he called me and I was at work and I was just helping out with some repairs and, you know, just doing what I could at the store to make a paycheck. Yeah. And uh, he called me and he said, hey, uh, we're looking for a guitar player, but we're also looking for a singer. And so I told him, I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll come and I'll, I'll do an audition and we'll see how it goes. And my first show with them was in July, July yeah. 4th, up in Woodland Park, Colorado. Okay. Um, as the lead singer and the guitar player for Misfire. Wait, you've been with them for a year? I've been with them a year. It'll be a year Have in I June. Have I known you more? I swear <laughs> I knew you all the way through last summer. I, I you know, I don't I remember the film in July of the Northern Park. I was a student. Was you a, have you been a student of mine for a year then? Yeah, it'll, be a year. it'll be a year this month or maybe. I would trying to say. say. <laughs> yeah, so it would be. Right around we're, we're getting old. We, we forget about right this. around <laughs> June or July because that's when I bought the guitar. I got the guitar right about the same time I moved into this house. So you've been with me a year then, so yeah. or at least coming up on a year real shortly. Yeah, so that's crazy. It doesn't make sense. So like I've basically like known you since you've like been through this whole Colorado pretty, pretty much music process. Yeah. yeah, but we didn't start getting close until after kind of that whole wave started and. Really, we kind of got into the end of last year and into the fall yeah. of last year. Yeah. So. That's cool though. Yeah. So, so yeah. Through, but that was through Facebook. That was through Facebook. That's and and I went and I joined the band. They they hired me immediately. I did the Fourth of July show and then I told the guys, "Hey, we need a singer." And they started laughing. They're like, "No, you're our singer." And I'm like, "No, I'm I'm telling you, we we need a real singer." <laughs> 
<laughs> and so uh, we hired a, well, we actually brought a girl from Kansas that worked with us. Really amazing singer. This is the one I met at that at first. This, at yeah, Christy House. Gray is her name. Yeah. And she came and sang with us on three shows. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we, we were able to um, kind of do some additions. Uh, I just had people come into the store yeah. to my office to do auditions. I would sit down with an acoustic. And that's when I met Quinn, Quinn Kwan. Okay. And she's been our singer ever since. So yeah, she joined us about six months ago. Sounds that's about so right. funny to think ago. about. Because so. I knew, because I I went to one of your very first shows here. Yep. At the View yeah. House. At the View House. That's but correct. you guys were so That's professional. Right. We were. That it seemed like. That was our very there. first show with Christy, too. That, that was the yeah. first one. Yeah. My that's, second show. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So. yeah. so that's a good thing, too, is like your skill set was just ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like that's. And then I don't think people look at social media as a big enough asset. Like, because that's how you. That's pretty much how everything's kind of come together. There's a social media. It really is. You put something out. Was that the TJ or no? Something about social media or no? She walked into Guitar Center too. She walked into Guitar Center too, yeah. Okay. No, that was unplanned. Totally unplanned. Yeah. But you said somebody saw something on social media and wanted to do an event with you or... Haven't you had a few things come from Facebook? Um, you know, oh, well, <clears throat> I've certainly had, like, I'm getting ready to play at Bubba's uh, 33 tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my so it's kind of weird. Um, my, my buddy and I, my, my brother and I, I should say, uh, that I live with out here right now, um, Brandon, we, we went into Bubba's 33, uh, had a burger and a beer, and I saw that they had live entertainment. Uh-huh. And I did a solo show, and I also did a, a Kirk and TJ show at a really amazing place up in Falcon, Colorado, um, called Falcon's Edge. Okay. And the owner there, Derek, is just an amazing, wonderful guy, and he's he's putting us in there all the time now. Yeah. Um, and um, when I came back home from having lunch with my buddy above us, I got a phone call within a couple of hours. Uh, from the lady that does the booking there. In fact, she's a district manager there. Uh, and she loved what she saw on Facebook. And here I am now going so awesome. doing stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's starting to escalate. That's the yeah. thing, too. It's like the connections. There really yeah. is. Like, even with the. Uh, really. <laughs> yeah, because I met. Uh, well, because I do solar. So you did solar with me for a little bit. Short. <laughs> Very short. But I'm trying it out. That's yep. what you do in life. You try things and see yeah. if you like them. But. I met uh, Russell mm-hmm. for yeah. Drop D Studio. Hulk, yeah. So the owner of that building is a roofer. So I met him through a networking group. Mm-hmm. And so I went and checked out his studio because we were doing just, I was going over there just to introduce myself and trying to get referrals back and forth. And then through that, now you have your album you're working on there. I got I my album done. That's right. And like, I just feel like things just slowly unfold. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a long time. It does. Yeah. yeah, you've been doing this for a long time. A long time. I never thought I'd be 51 and, and now be a, an actual full-time musician. And yeah, in and, and, and so many ways, of course, being a teacher and being yeah. a live performing musician and studio artist. And, uh, you know, I thank God, you know, every day that I'm able to still have a voice and fingers and, yeah. You know, still feel good at my age to be able to go out and have the energy and drive to do it. Yeah. You know? that's so and cool. I will never lost my passion for it. So that's a big thing too. So do you feel like, I mean, was there ever a, 
ever a spot in life where you almost gave up music at all? Like just gave it up totally? You know, I think there have been a couple of situations in my life where I felt like I had to give it up. Yeah. But um, there's never been uh, a chance where I, or I, there's never been a time where I've ever wanted to give it up. No. But did you, did you ever give it up? No. Like you've always played. I've always played. Yeah. That's and, a big, yeah. It's cost me some, some things, but you know. So that's one thing I want to talk about. No. So what has it cost you? Like talk about what comes with the sacrifice of pursuing your dream. You know what? I, I, um, I'll be real honest. I, I, I've been in a couple of marriages. Uh-huh. Uh, my first one for sure cost me my, my first marriage, I think, because I was doing quite a lot of that behind her back, if you will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of music? <laughs> of music. Because at that time, and I mean, I'm, yeah. I know this is going on record, but, um, you know, um, we, we had differences in our, in our marriage where, uh, I still wanted to be a young Kirk Russell and yeah. go play music. And she wanted to be more of the settle down homebody, go to church, to, you know, uh, be a family kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, and that was cool to a degree, but I really, you know, I wanted to be out doing it. And I yeah. think that, um, I felt like at the time that I had to sneak around about going and playing. Yeah. So, uh, that's what I did. It um, happens though. It happens. Um, Sometimes, and then sometimes you think you're ready to commit to something in life. Yeah. But then if you have a deep, like seated passion, it just like oh, it just trumps everything else in your life. It does. And by the way, my 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 first wife was is a great person. Yeah. She understood it through and through. Um. Uh. Then. Uh, um. You know. And then of course I had been in a few relationships after that where. Um, you know, they just really didn't understand so it. Yeah, pretty much relationships. Yeah, but but that's okay because they weren't meant to be, yeah. and, and it all worked out for the best. And yeah. you know, my passion trumped that. And thank God. I mean, yeah. um, I mean, I, I mean, no offense to again um, the ladies I dated or anything like that. I mean, a lot of them are still friends and stuff. But yeah. but I think they understand now. You know, and yeah. and, and me for sure. I knew that. I could not have anything hold me back and that I wanted to be able to have someone in my life that would be able to come along for the ride yeah. and really enjoy what I do and make them equally as part of what it is that uh, I do with music. And I think, cause you see this a lot, like, and this is like documentaries or movies, but like, even if you watch like, uh, like we just watched Walk the Line with Johnny yeah, Cash. It's a great day. movie. Yeah. And you see that marriage and like, Sometimes the people have the intentions of making it work and doing, like, they think they have the same path, but then life plays out yeah. and passions trump what you thought you wanted. Yeah. And you end up going a different path. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I can really only think of one person that, uh, and I won't go on record and mention their name, but I think there's really only one person, um, a female that really gets what that I yeah. do. And, um, and and that's great. And then of course I have a lot of friends and uh, family that are supportive of what yeah. I do. And I I just I really am, am blessed to to be where I'm at. And yeah. uh, um, didn't uh, <clears throat> didn't uh, uh, do anything to be able to keep me from coming here and uh, try something new with it. Yeah. So I'm glad I did. You know. It's awesome. I said that right. <laughs> that's, I mean that's and that's the biggest thing is like the risk because it really does take big giant sacrifices to get what you want like mm -hmm. i just showed you my brother's song he moved to nashville he's producing 
Music, that was a good song, right? It was great. Yeah, really, he's, really he's a song. talented guy. Yeah. Great singer, yeah. Yeah, so my brother Ryan. You're a great singer. Yeah, you're we're, a great all, we're all doing You really, truly are. And, and his it. guitar player has just come around. It's coming. Tenfold, I'm teaching him lead now. He's doing Yeah, I got, I got little solos worked out for when I perform. <laughs> Absolutely. I got all this equipment now to go perform in the park. Right on. But yeah, I'll, I'm going to mention Ryan. His Ryan Danvers. And then his latest one is called uh, Between the Lines. So you check that out. And then yeah, plug your stuff, all your, all your uh, social media. So yeah, people can follow you. Yeah, so. uh, you know, uh, I have I have a music page, Kirk Russell Music, uh, Kirk and DJ um, duo okay. on on Facebook. Um, and then uh, I have a personal page that so many people find me at. And yeah. I do equally. I I treat my personal page kind of as a you, you know because social media to me is is, is great. Um, I love to post, you know, like everybody else, um, when I'm going in the mountains and doing things yeah. or if I'm on a vacation or if, if I'm with family, uh, but for the most part, uh, I annoy people <laughs> to death <laughs> with nothing but music. And, and, yeah. and that is kind of my, it's my life. That's what I do. And yeah. it's my, it's not a hobby. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, but and it is my career. I check it out though. Cause like some of the stuff, the drum solos. The guitar solos, like I seriously will sit there sometimes with my kids and just go through your stuff because oh. it's like really, really good. <laughs> Thank and you. So, Thank you. Because for me, I aspire to play like if I could be, you know, I mean, I'm probably 75, 80 <laughs> to play like you right now <laughs> to get to those guitar solos or you can just throw them down. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, we, like the, I'll put, so I'm going to put a song of Kurt's. I haven't ever combined the songs, the audio, if I have a video. So I'll see if I can figure that out. Okay. I'm going to put one of Kirk's songs on, and then I'm going to put one of the songs that we did together. Yes. Just so you can listen. And these, so the solos from experience, I know, it's just one try. The drums, one try. The solos, you would do like two or three different solos. Yeah, and just pick the best one. It, and it wasn't like a practice trying. It was just he hears it, and he plays it, and then you're moving on. Yeah. Because you put down seven, seven six, six or seven solos, yeah. mm -hmm. and most of them were like first try. First try, yeah. And then the drums, the only reason those weren't first try is because I didn't have a click track. Right, exactly. Yeah. So we had to kind of, we kind of had to work around it just a yeah. little bit. But, uh, um, but yeah. You know, it's a, it's, it really truly is a God-given talent. Um, yeah. And, and really truly what it takes. And I just want to say this to people who are wanting to know how to get better at their gift and and how to you know really truly it's dedication yeah it, i mean you know this dedicate i've dedicated my whole life and many 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 hours yep. to just playing guitar playing drums yeah uh, equally not 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 one you know i i spent as much time playing guitar thousands literally thousands yeah. of hours throughout my lifetime dedicating to that instrument equally as much to bass and guitar um even singing and yeah and i'm not I don't really know how you do it you know i'm not, not really consider myself a singer but it's working he's gonna i'll put a song he's, he's singing on this track he's giving me yes so your new stuff sounds really good thank you i, I really, really appreciate it, it it's like a whole different like vibe than other stuff yeah it really is because yeah. the first two albums evolve it in the wake are totally rock and when i, and when I talk about vocals 
you know, um, on that second record in the wake, I hired some of the, the greatest singers that I've got to work with yeah. uh, in bands or in studio. And I invited them as guests to come in, uh, sing on the record. And then we did a big show uh, in uh, May of 2017, May 20th of 2017. So just a few days ago, we had our five-year anniversary. Oh, okay. Uh, at a really cool venue in Wichita and brought a lot of people out to the show. So and, cool. uh, we got to have a, just a, a grand time uh, playing together. And that was a very, yeah. that was a bucket list moment. It was great. Yeah, that's was, super cool. I'd love to do that again. So that's the thing, like if you keep going with all the things you got, it'll probably happen again and again and again and again. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah life, life is just, you never know what's going to happen from day to day to day. I know. <laughs> that's what's so cool, right? Yeah, it really and is. I, I think the reason too, like, I think the reason things happen for that are, they are happening for you, you have a really positive attitude. Oh, like I it guess. seems like you're very positive, mm -hmm. and like every time I see you, it's yeah. And yeah. so I think a lot of times people get too down on themselves, mm -hmm. and I gotta drop this, I gotta get this up. Like this is the like this isn't it, and then they move back like a full time going door to door selling. So like for me, for example, like there's no chance I could ever give up podcast music. Like if it came down to it, I just have to find another sales job that sure. I could do that would give me the freedom to pursue the passions. Because yeah. people like us, once you realize the passions, it's almost like it would be hard to exist mm -hmm. and not pursue those things because you know how much joy it brings to you. Absolutely. You know, I tell people, <laughs> in brief uh you know guitar drums music in general uh, even just listening to music is like another extremity of yeah it really truly is I, I i don't know what i would do in a world without music i think so many of us could say that even people who are not musicians i mean music is just a it's a universal language yeah. uh, whatever mood you're going through and, and believe me i've had my times where i've gotten down and went man am i am i going to be able to do this yeah. Um, why am I not at this level? I'm only at this yeah. level. But you know what? You can't do that. Oh, I do that all the time. You all can't time. do that. You should talk to Kelsey every day. I'm like, do you really think I could do this? She's like, stop asking me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really, there's a reason for everything. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason. And, yeah. and I truly believe that. And had I have been at this level, I might have been a real mess. Yeah. And because I am where I'm at, I've stayed true to myself. Yeah. I've stayed true to my, to my gift. Uh, and I've stayed true to all the connections in my life. That's awesome. And and that that to me is more important than having the greatest success because to me that's that's better than the greatest success. Yeah, I just want to like I'll end with one thing. You could say whatever else you want to say, yeah. but for me, so I grew up like religious in the Mormon church, and so I grew up praying. So I still like hold on. I'm not. I don't practice that religion anymore. But kind of to your point, you were just talking about. Like if it had happened earlier or when it happened, maybe you could have sold out on some morals or values or something. So for Absolutely. me, something that I've always like written down in a journal and repeat, like almost like in a prayer in my head is like, don't give me the success until I'm able to handle it type thing, because I don't want to have too much money and too much things coming at me mm -hmm. and not be the person that can handle the type of like pressure that comes with that. Right. Because you see a lot of people. They have an amazing life. Too much gets put on them, and then they kind of fold under the pressure. Absolutely. And so sometimes it's you like see it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's almost a blessing, and somebody's looking out for you, not yeah. giving that to you. Right. You know, and and I like to think of it as this: 
uh, I don't have a manager yeah. taking me where I need to go. Now, don't get me wrong. I've worked with with a great management company back in Wichita. Um, I've, I've worked with, uh, you know, I worked with a, a company called LA Promotions, um, uh, Larry McKellips thing. I call him dad. Um, okay. He's put me in lots of venues and, and it certainly helps to have those connections to yeah. be able to put you where you need to go. But since I've been here, I've done all of my own. Yeah. And, and really, truly, I, I have to thank Danny Gonzalez and Tim Rez and uh, my drummer uh, and my bass player for Misfire yeah. for getting me out here to actually play and, and, and show people in Colorado that um, I, I'm just exactly what I was doing in Kansas. Yeah. I, I can do it out here. And um, that was such a great thing. So I definitely give credit where credit is due with people. 100%. Uh, my, my best friend that I live with, my brother, Brandon Hunsaker, he's been amazing. Yeah. And has even been a voice to me. There's been moments where I wanted to turn back and go back to Kansas because yeah. I didn't know if I was going to be able to make it. Yep. Um, I have a very, 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 very good friend in Kansas that has helped me uh, get through some of these times. And it's like, so, you know, and now I'm, I'm meeting people here yeah. and it's like, but the cool thing is, it's it just, so great. It just, like, to me, for you, it just feels like the very, like, this is just scratching the surface, honestly. Yeah. Like, this is just starting for you. It is. And so really I think is. it's just going to, yeah, because you're going to get, you're going to get bigger, more shows, and then you become more valuable. And mm -hmm. then I just think it's going to take off and just, thank you. I hope yeah, so. I really do. I'm yeah. excited. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. I'm just excited yeah. to come and party at your, your concerts so, and you've come to a few so thank you yeah well no i appreciate too like uh, your help on the album he did this so if anybody's making music so drop d studio they're where are they at right off of uh, uh Ar arcadia and uh, circle yeah fillmore is yeah circle. So it turns into fillmore right? yeah right yeah so over there they got like an awesome studio Beautiful they got studio. the drum set they Very got guitars yeah. they russell's do. great but kurt so if you're looking for guitar bass drum what else to put it on their tracks vocals I, yeah. i'll do it anything if i if you need a piano track i'll figure it out and play it for you yeah yeah and he's super super easy. both of them are really easy to work with oh yeah and yeah. for like my brother made a song out in nashville what you pay certain places versus oh, what you can get your music for nashville's so ridiculous oh my gosh yeah it's crazy so, so i almost went there yeah, you're and, saying that. Yeah, I, uh, um, uh, before I got married to my first wife, I had an opportunity to go to Nashville, and uh, then I, I put it on hold. Yeah, that's a lot of people. <laughs> but that's do. okay. There's a reason why I wasn't supposed to go. Yeah. You know, um, love, I guess, trumped over that, but not really. I was like, still like, oh man, I should have done it. What is it could have? Yeah. You know? But, um, but really, truly, I am grateful. Yeah. I am super grateful, and I have to give a big shout out to my brother Chris, my brother Kevin, my sister Marquita, uh, all of my family who's not with us anymore, my mother, uh, my grandfather, my, my grandmother, all the support. I came from one of the most supportive families yeah, um, I could ever imagine being in. Um, my mother had to, God bless her soul, she um, had to deal with drums in my bedroom <laughs> and, and listen to that. And then when I actually got into a band, and I was able to go play my first show at 16. You know, she, you know, is like, no, this is not going to happen. You're not going to go to a bar. Yeah. And thankfully, she trusted me enough that I never got involved in the drugs and the alcohol. Because yeah. I never did. Um, yeah, you know, doing that, 
um, I think, earned the trust uh, yeah. and and kept me going. Because you were more into the love of the music. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the, I know I was said that was the last thing I was going to say, but I keep having new thoughts. <laughs> but I was just going to say, so the, I would say look for things that drive you. So for some people, it's music. Some people, it's not like. Yeah, it doesn't it, have to be, it can yeah. be anything. So if you're doing something and you feel like you're forcing yourself to do it, like for you, you play guitar and it's like, it's like a break. It's a relaxing. You love it. And so if you want to be a musician, but you're sitting there playing guitar and it's like a chore to you, maybe there's something else out there. Yeah. That's what guitar is for you. They could find that passion for me, like podcasting. I've really just like enjoyed it. Yeah. I also really do love guitar and music, but I just think it's important to find, even if those things are hobbies for now, mm-hmm. like get good at them. Yes. And then maybe one day they can transition to your paycheck. Absolutely. And, you know, I had two mottos. Yeah. Aim for the sky, and if you miss, you're still among the stars. Yeah. You know, at least you did it. Yeah. Um, the other thing is is that uh, you can do a lot in a lifetime if you don't burn out too fast. Yeah. And and, and it's so true. Ask any athlete like yeah. yourself. You know, you can, you can keep going the distance. Um, all you have to do is just stay true to yourself, number one. Stay true to yourself. Um, you know, if you have an idea, or you, you know, it doesn't matter if it's music or whatever it might be. Um, if you have an idea, you have a creativity um, in mind that you want to pursue, don't give up. Yeah. You just keep going. And even if it never goes anywhere, it went somewhere for you. Yeah. And you at least tried. And, you know, so many people, you know, I worked in factories all my life. And all I saw every morning that I would go into factories is dead. People just yeah. hating life, not wanting to be at work every day, you know, having so many struggles. And I was always the happy-go-lucky guy. Ask <laughs> any of them that I worked with. And yeah. I'm sure they wanted to smack me out of the shop. But you know what? I wasn't there. My mind was not into what I was doing yeah. at my jobs, yeah. my J-O-B. I knew that I wanted to be – I knew that I was better than what I was going to from – seven to three thirty every yeah. day and but i just had to figure out a time in my life to actually make it all come together and happen yeah and it's happening now that's awesome yeah well, thanks for coming on i appreciate it absolutely see, and i'll post all your stuff so you can see the links and everything but thank you see you guys thank you very much